to The Right Brain Club, the podcast that gives you an insight into the various artistic career paths the world has to offer. Whether you're interested in writing, acting, dancing or painting, there's something here for you. I am your host, Hero Fancit, and let's dive into today's episode. beautiful it's got hands like a tarantula i'm not even kidding they're just this they're terrifying quite frankly oh shiver me timbers that is some beautiful tasty delicious phrasing right there everybody listeners thank you for tuning in to another episode of the right brain club and today we have my boyfriend topher hughes Hey. And uh, he's my he's my partner in uh, he's my partner in music he's my partner in crime, just he's just in general my partner, and uh, I was well to be to be fair I was I was skeptical of having him on the show just because, obviously he knows me better than anyone, we're closer than <laughs> you could possibly be, and I didn't know if we could be serious or not but here we go we're just we're gonna have to just find out to be honest, maybe we'll just be super serious. Sorry else. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, so I, th- I thought, you know, have him on the show, it'll be a laugh. And we'll talk about, we'll talk about how we met, talk about the Cardiff music scene. And we'll talk about a little bit about what it's like working as a band, as a couple in a band. Because that's, that's been our mm. entire relationship. We've never not been playing music together, really. It's, it's, that's just kind of. It's, it's sort of intertwined with us, isn't it? The idea of like a music career and our relationship. It's its not a separate thing. Yeah. So. For better or for worse. Tell, tell everybody how we met. Uh, that well, sounds like know, a threat. We, <laughs> we, um, we met on Gumtree. We, I was, I always love telling people that because it always kind of sounds like, yeah, girlfriend wanted or, or whatever, but I was looking to join a band, and Hero happened to to have an ad out uh, looking for people to to to, to make music with. Um, and so I kind of answered her ad, and we spoke a bit. And I I I I wasn't really interested <laughs> in working with her. Oh yeah, that's right. I, I had an ad out. <laughs> yeah, and. I totally blew you off and was like, oh, so this doesn't sound like my thing. Mm. And then you, like, forced me to yeah. meet up with you anyway. I know, and then look and, what happened. And here we are, so. Doing a podcast in our rooms, however many mm. miles apart we are from each other. So, yeah, I, uh, I actually forget sometimes that I put the ad out on Gumtree, believe it or not, which is it's so strange. Like people love that part of our story. They love the fact that we met on Gumtree because like that's where you buy a sofa. And that's where <laughs> I found a boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know, maybe like subconsciously I knew I was gonna find somebody like I don't know, the the, the idea of, of going out with somebody who doesn't understand music is is weird to me. Like how do a you feel mental. about that? Do you yeah. could you date somebody who just didn't care about music? I don't really think so, because what do you talk about? Because you've know? got me. 
well, yeah, and that, but like, <laughs> yeah. you kind of, uh, I can't imagine, well, I was going to say, I can't imagine being, hey, babe, check out this cool riff I wrote, and <laughs> you're not caring, Just but nothing. that happens a lot. Just like, oh, um, <laughs> that's great, Chris. I feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. That is not one of my interests. <laughs> I also hate films. <laughs> films I'd, and just food i eat food to stay alive but really i just i just don't feel passionate for anything uh <laughs> i'm I, i'm not a big film person i don't think we should be bagging on people for not liking films oh god yeah that's right chris is not a film person um which actually just, i don't know they take too long just get to the point just you're a, you're a series rat a series uh, series boy i am i just i don't know if you want to you can enjoy a film everybody enjoys films just like they enjoy music but anyway, yeah, you kind of got to be sick or something, but hey ho. Sick in the head. So basically, we met on Gumtree. I put out an ad and I was looking for a boyfriend. I mean, uh, mus musicians just in general. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, I play guitar and I can kind of sing. And just, yeah, all that kind of crap. And Chris answered it. He, he answered it. Let me, let me tell you now. He's the one that answered it. And then when I gave details of what I was interested in doing, he was just like, Ah, sounds a little, sounds such shit. Get out of my face. <laughs> what are you doing wasting my was, time, lady? I was very courteous. I was like, oh, I'm sorry to have wasted your time. <laughs> yeah, no, to be fair, you Doesn't were very polite. Like it was the most polite yeah. rejection thing I've ever had in my life. But <laughs> I'd been turned down by so many dudes. Like, I didn't hear back from any women. Um, except for G. Just remember G? We don't know who G is. No, but like anybody out if there. If anybody who, knows who G is, please let us know. We should we should we should reiterate. G is it's just it's just spelled G with like a million E's, like a thousand one hundred, you know, E's. And this person is just just as insane as you'd expect somebody who calls themselves G, uh, to be. Like they were just insane, and they never like they never. I don't know if they really existed or if this was just a virus that somehow like just wreaked havoc on Gumtree. They play, They claimed to be a drummer and they were tall and they had like crazy frizzy hair. Gee, if you're listening, like, you know, hit me up. Like, <laughs> actually, no, please don't. Please don't ever talk to me. But this person just became a huge pain in the ass. And we've met like a couple of other people who have heard of this elusive G and he blew me off. He, he didn't turn up to, uh, to Starbucks, this drummer that I tried to get hold of. But anyway... So I'd been turned down anyway, I digress. I got turned down by a shitload of musicians. And by the time Chris turned me down, I was like, you know what? No, like he's going to meet me whether he likes me or not. So I literally just, I didn't give him a choice. I pinned him down and I was just like, look, dude, you're going to meet up with me and we're going to, we're going to rock Cardiff's world and we're going to, we're going to get together and we're going to, we're going to make music. And he was, bless him, so apologetic. <laughs> do you remember you were just that's like that's not how I remember it going that's how do you remember, how it going? remember it going I just remember I, I, it's a little it's a little fuzzy um, <laughs> it was like six years ago it was like six years ago um, but I I don't know I, I, I just remember you saying something that changed my mind I remember it was quite aggressive <laughs> um, <laughs> quite forceful um but I remember being like, okay, I'll, I'll give you a shot. And I was like, mm, okay. I, th I think that you kind of expressed a bit more interest in 
what I was trying to do, which was probably something along the lines of pretending to be John Mayer around about that time. Um, yeah, so different back then. Like, we were like yeah. blues. And when I think about that, I think, like, how different of a person I am now. Like, how different we are. Like, we started off just so interested in blues. And I mean, I was like, I loved hard rock. I was like obsessed with Fleetwood Mac. I just, and like Led Zeppelin and stuff like that, all the basic stuff. And, uh, and yeah, Chris was like, oh, the old, in, I remember in your message, you were like, oh, and I need to ask you this, this one important question. Like, <laughs> was it, you're like, I need to ask you this one important question. Do you like John Mayer? And I was like, because it's a big hmm. question. It's a big question, especially <laughs> among Is people it? like, uh, especially among people who like blues music, because so many people hate him. And it's like, did you just say blues musicers? To... No, I didn't say blues musicers. Oh, musicers, not musicians. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> um, so many people hate him and they just have to wake up and smell the coffee and accept that he's a god among men when it comes to guitar and vocals and pretty much anything else he sets his mind to. And mm. I don't think I could work with anybody who couldn't... He's a crazy good rec musician. ...recognise that. I think people yeah, just like him guy. off. You need to just sort of, like you said, wake up and smell the coffees. Wake up and smell the mayor. <laughs> his riffs are just he's just such a good musician but anyway um, I feel like we could just talk about John Mayer now like that's all I want to oh. do is talk about John Mayer but should we, that be what the show's about? <laughs> just the John Mayer show Just he'd yeah, love we, that we, you we know he Mayer. would love that he would like send us really strange <laughs> objects in the post like just like <laughs> like Fred Flintstone vitamins and things like that like just he'd just send you the most Whoa. random crap <laughs> I don't, well, that's what I mean. Like, he's just, yeah. I don't know, the dude's fucking random. But anyway, so, yeah, so we, we got a band together of, like, a really motley crew. There was a, we had a, a bus driver who was, like, the loveliest dude in the world. And we had, was he a yeah, uni lecturer? Yeah, I still see him sometimes. It was a uni lecturer as well, yeah, wasn't Yeah, he um, was, he taught something really impressive, some sort of engineering-y type Engineering, thing. yeah. He had, like, yeah, a doctorate. He was, like, yeah, he was already... He wore Calvin Klein t-shirts. All he wore was Calvin Klein t-shirts. I remember taking the mick out of him. He did it. say one funny thing, though, <laughs> about about you liking Maroon, Maroon 5. Oh, don't start on me with Maroon 5. <laughs> yeah, I love Maroon 5, people. Okay. That's another thing people need to wake up and recognise is they are absolute gods in, in the realm of pop music. I hate Maroon 5. No, to be fair, they have got, like, some really good songs, some really good tunes. Like... There's nothing wrong with liking Maroon 5. I'm, to be honest, I don't care. Whatever whatever music people like, just let them like it. Just let them mm. do their own thing. Like, it's it's a preference. I personally just don't understand how someone could enjoy the music of Maroon 5. They, but like I said, they have got some really good stuff. Like, But that's that's been one part of our relationship that we just can't agree on. We just can't, can't see around that, that hurdle. Mm. But yeah, so we, we kind of played around with this band for a while which was a strange experience am i right yeah it was kind of it was an interesting experience i got so tired of playing covers of tusk by fleetwood mac mm. bad covers of tusk by fleetwood mac <laughs> um <laughs> I, yeah. I, I still can't listen to that song yeah we had no originals by this point and this was what 2013 or was no it's 2014 it's 2014. Because um, I was ne I was nearing yeah. the end of my first year at uni. 
Um, yeah. So, yeah, like I should say now, actually, I, like I'm English and I studied in Cardiff and that's how Chris and I met via Gumtree. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we had this, yeah, we had like four piece band. We were doing covers of just like blues and hard rock tracks. My cat is meowing quite ferociously outside. Hey, Ozzy. I, uh, I don't know really what to do about that. He's just going to have to. He's just going to have to sort of deal with it unless he wants to be part of the it, podcast. Get him on, yeah. Should I? Let's let him in. He's probably more interesting than me. <laughs> He's going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely wants me to feed him. All right, hold two seconds. Okay. And I'm back. I can't remember how to play that. Just some old music for you then. Yeah, that's cool. So we, uh, <laughs> we were talking about our first band. We never had a name because it was just a covers band, uh, but it just it fell apart. But it was a really good way to start. It was just a, well, it was just a really fun way to start my musical experience because you'd been in bands. T- tell yeah, us what I'll bands you'd been through, in. Like, I'd been all the way through through high school. Uh, I'd been in bands, various bands that were more or less the lineup of the same four or five people. Um, Just like friends but, from uh, school. Yeah, and we had fun with that, and I kind of regret that we're not really in contact. Yeah, I really anymore. envy that. Um, but yeah, there, there were good times, and definitely kind of it. Kind of, I got to play some cool shows through this. My school was part of this program maybe some other people who are musicians in Cardiff will have been part of it too it's called Rock School <laughs> um, and you got to sick uh, you, you got to but I, I played the globe twice um, for, for, for like doing that which was quite cool um, I played the globe because <laughs> I, I <laughs> but it was cool because I've never I, I'd, I'd never played a show before and all of a sudden it's like from playing like talent shows in my high school where, where like maybe like three people and a bunch of mums turn up <laughs> um uh, to it's <laughs> playing a, a show in a bar with people drinking and it's all sick and cool and when you're you're like 14 years old yeah it, it was it was pretty cool see i i I never got. I just in never hindsight, got to do those that. people were day drinking. Yeah, but um, there's nothing they, wrong they with that. Like, <laughs> it's Cardiff. That's what. It's just what. It's what goes down. It was Cardiff. like two o'clock in the afternoon. Like, yeah, who's going like, to a show at the Globe at two o'clock in the afternoon? Well, that's the thing. Like on a I, weekday. Exactly. I I grew up in Bath, see, and the music scene is pretty dire in comparison to Cardiff. Like, oh, it I is. just I was never I never like I just. I never got into that scene though. Like I guess I could have. Like, there was a bar near where I grew up called the Wonder Bar, and it's it's based in a town called Midsummer Norton, and it's been shut down for I think about maybe six years now. And um, and I used to go to a couple of gigs there. It's this tiny, really kooky place, similar to the Moon in Cardiff, and uh, yeah, it's just it was such a good little bar, and it, unfortunately it got shut down. I don't know if I can talk about it really like the reasons I won't go into it but they they got shut down and it's such a shame and I just regret never getting into that so when I met you when I met Chris and I I sort of started 
finding myself as a musician, you know, just a rinky-tinky blues covers band was like a really good way to get into that. So, I mean, if anybody is looking to start a band or get get into the music scene, just like, just go on Gumtree, find yourself a boyfriend. I mean, a guitarist. And just, (laughs) just... Find yourself some people. There's, you know, there's Facebook groups. Cardiff's a great place to start your music, your music career. Um, actually, oh, yeah. let's get let's get into that. Yeah, because it's it's so, it's so it's so welcoming. Um, I, I don't know if there's anywhere else that's quite like it. Like everybody's totally, totally on that uh, on your side. Like I imagine that. Well. <sighs> what you're always afraid of is kind of that that you have this idea that you're going to get on stage and everybody's just waiting for you to mess up so they can kind of like like you're in a nightmare and they're all going to start pointing and laughing uh, I don't know then you're going to look down and it turns out you're naked or so, I, I, I don't know like <laughs> that sounds like a great night you know like <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that it's a very supportive environment and uh, and so everybody's on your side well. people just want to everyone's on your side and they they just want to have a good time and they want you to have a good time yeah and you can kind of feed off of people really easily and it's it's a great introduction to performing live if if you haven't before i think yeah ultimately people don't they don't want to see you do badly like it makes it awkward for no. them if you're in an audience and somebody does really badly or if, if their stage banter's not very good it's just, it's really, it's, it's awful. I think it's just as awkward for the audience, especially as like, I mean, let's face it, we've only ever played like little bars and it's so much more intimate there yeah. and, and you're just there to have a pint or something with your friends and then there's a band that just, their, their band is just not, they haven't quite got that stagecraft down yet and it's, it takes ages to learn. And, yeah, and, and, totally. so, and, that, and that's fine if you don't. I think that, that, that there's something to be said for the the, the minimalism of maybe not like speaking between songs or because i i kind of think there's nothing worse than than being like bam 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 and now this one's called bam 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 and now this one's called bam 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 all the way through your set until you finish it's just <laughs> a full album of bam bam bams yeah this song is also called um, bam, bam. It, in in different keys <laughs> I agree to that to an ex- agree. I agree to that. I agree with that, I agree to, that. to an extent. Um, I think if you can, like at the end of the day, you're going to be tuning your instruments, and you want you want to be charismatic with the audience. And I think the best response that we got in our shows with like cult of hands was when we got the audience laughing for whatever reason, and that's that requires yeah, a little, the, like a really good balance of silliness and conversational. Like people want to feel like they're on your level. And it just it just yeah. gets people's and attention. It, it helps to be self-aware. Like if you're struggling, it it helps to be self-deprecating, maybe a little bit. Just a little I mean, bit. maybe a little self-deprecating. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you don't want to like get down on yourself because then that, that that that's a turn off. Like people don't oh, want to yeah. see you like flounder on stage. But to kind of be able to make light of of your situation, I mm. think is is really helpful. Yeah, it just just I makes think. people laugh. It disarms the audience. Like. I don't know. I guess you, you want to get to know the audience a little bit. Like, there's nothing. I think there's. In oh, one, course, on one hand, there's nothing cooler than a band coming on silently, or with some kind of noise, and then they just start fucking playing. They just get into it. Like that is, that is. There's that. something about that that's just it just blows you away because you have the music that that comes on like before the band come on, just the you know whatever's playing the fucking Kooks or Nirvana or whatever, and then, 
it turns the music turns off the lights change and everyone's just like way like really hyped and then you come on and you just fucking blast them with your music like well this is what we're here to do we're not here to talk this is the best way to do it i do i would like to also say while i'm here talking about this before i forget is i think how cool is it that like in the 60s whatever 50s before acts came on they were like introduced and there was a curtain yeah yeah totally i just think that should be brought Uh, back why don't we have curtains anymore yeah. Why bring, so bring, were we that poor? Do we not have money for curtains <laughs> and people to announce shit? Imagine just having that job, just being the guy that announces bands like cuz you get That'd it on like great. talk shows like Letterman, things like that. They'll, you know, I guess that's a bit different, but yeah. I just that the thought of just being like introduced on just it gives you that little that little bit of like like See, I don't know about that. But then maybe uh, for playing a crappy know, I, bar, I, it's just pretend, like just pointless, pretentious. I have two minds of it, yeah, because because I don't know if I should say what I was going to say because I don't want to offend some people. Go for it. But I'm going to say it anyway. Um, we can we can it, edit it, it out. It can feel a bit. It can feel a little bit like working men's clubby to have like, and now we've got the. This band, the 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 pecan sandies. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little, uh, little always sunny reference for all you always sunny fans out there. Um, the pecan sandies. I'm just I'm gonna go ahead and say like our listeners right now are probably like ninety percent of them have seen Always Sunny. If you haven't watched it, it's just it's a great show. It's a great show. I don't need to talk it up. Um. <laughs> it's just turning into an advert. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I guess I know what you mean with the working men's club thing. I think you you want to feel a little bit more down to earth. Just like, okay, well, this is what it is. I'm playing a small venue. Yeah. I mean, it's great if you can get paid as well. Like, it's such a good feeling when you get paid at small venues because you, you you know they're sticking their neck yeah, out absolutely. for you. Yeah, absolutely. And like a couple of times, like in our bands, in our band, we, you know, we were paid a few times and. It's such a shame because none of us drive. So it gets to the point where you're like, okay, well, we weren't going to just go home. Yeah. We were going to we were gonna stay out and, and drink. There was the taxi here and, we and there was right taxi home. home. Yeah. And, uh, and so you uh, just blow uh, it well, well, yeah, the, 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 the kind of, usually the pay for the show, like, doesn't even cover that. And it sounds like I'm complaining. I'm not complaining because, you know, these, they, they, these no, guys are totally, like you said, sticking their neck out. It feels great to get paid anything, especially when you're so new to it. Yeah, it's just, even if you do just spend it all, which is all we ever did, like there was nothing left. We never went home like 50 quid no. richer or 10 quid <laughs> 50, richer, whatever, 50 <laughs> like quid. whatever they could muster for us. <laughs> well, yeah, that was like split four ways, wasn't it? But, you know, you never went home with that extra bit in your pocket because you, you needed it. You're like, oh, well, we might as well spend it, you know, on the rest of the night. It's, it's yeah. you know, that's what we we're going to do anyway. But like it's that initial moment of like you you got paid and it you got paid to do something you love for the first time in your life you got paid to do something that you actually wanted to yeah. do you know the amount of times you go to a job interview and it's like oh yeah i've got great people skills and yeah. I, you know i i i think i'm a problem solver <laughs> and it's like this is all bullshit i just need a job so I'm i can just live jumping through <laughs> right now. and the, the employer yeah. knows it's it it's this crazy ritual that we exactly, do exactly yeah the, 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 it's just this bullshit ritual where the employer sits there and she's like, "Yes, they, they've re- they've revised. It's, it's not a case of like this is who they really are. It's just they, they're uh, saying yes, the right they know thing." The right words. 
you know exactly it's just it's so bullshit so to be paid at a gig even if it's a small amount it's such a such an amazing yeah. feeling because you, you feel grateful to, the, to the, the the venues doing it as well like again cardiff's yeah. great for that absolutely um, i'm gonna switch i'm gonna switch switch gears now and i'm gonna say i'm gonna talk about us as a couple and you know how we how we function how you know how do you find working with me <laughs> as your girlfriend and co-writer or drummer you know whatever we've had in the past it's <laughs> it's like the best and the worst thing all at once like it it, yeah. it it's great because if 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 ever there's an issue or if we disagree on how something should go we we can just fight it out and that doesn't really it's not an issue because we're so close it, it doesn't really we can butt heads yeah totally um you, you know, it, it, it's hard to have, or at least in my experience, it, it's it's hard to have that relationship with with people where you can just butt heads over something and then it's done and dusted. Um, mm. And I know people do have it, and I really envy them. Um, but obviously, you and I have that, which which is good because we tend to songwrite together quite a bit and collaborate quite a bit on on song ideas and other things like that so it's good to have you around but sometimes i feel like it could ring my neck well (laughs) nothing so violent i just i just feel like (laughs) i i could use someone who was more polite (laughs) like you know like that's not gonna happen like like sometimes you just kind of that, that thing you do, we go, okay, well, I'll just let it slide for now because it's not the end of the world and I'll just, you know, I don't know. Like, when I work with other people, if they come up with an idea that I don't necessarily like, I won't always voice it unless I'm really passionate about it. Whereas I think because you and I are so close, every little thing gets raised it's like hey i don't like that and sometimes yeah. it get it gets in the way of productivity a little bit yeah because we do just kind of i guess i know what you mean you need a little bit more politeness at first i disagreed with that statement but actually i see it really makes sense like i think yeah i've like i've been in another band after our one where it was like okay we can disagree to a certain point but let's just get shit done so that means we have to stay we have to get along with each other so yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Like, I think a lot of the time I find I I do want to wring your neck. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest about it. My cat is whinging at me. Hold here. I'm going to let him out. Okay. Two seconds. Bye, Elsie. And I'm back. I'm playing horrible out tune guitar. What was that? What was that riff? That was nice. It's quite tasty, isn't it? You're going to hate this. It's at the drive-in. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be something like Kimbra. The beautiful thing about at the driving, uh, at the driving, at the drive-in, is that (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to know the notes. You just kind of, the more noise you make. Just make noise. The better. I love those guys. Another band that everybody needs to wake up and smell the coffee about. There's a lot of waking up and smelling coffee that needs to happen around a lot of these bands. Mm, Those guys kick ass. 
They are, it is they an are absolute, an acquired taste. It is a travesty that they were touring supporting royal blood. <laughs> royal blood are a tired, I do feel guilty that boring. I... Uh, hey, we weren't going to be judgy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, um... And I... I the I first album's great. Has... <laughs> I have this opinion of Royal Blood that good music is good music. Don't 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 be don't be bagging on Royal Blood and Arctic Monkeys, etc. Because I love the Arctic you know, Monkeys. Just like good food is good food, good music is good music. You can you can put oysters with like ice cream if you want to, if you think that's gonna work, but it's just gonna taste terrible. It's probably gonna give you the shits. That's it's the same for music. Like if you combine crazy things for the sake of it just it's just not going to work like you might as well just do something that works and you, you know i get it radio rock stuff that you can sing along too easily if 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 you have a problem with that it's probably more just that you have a problem with like liking something the masses like you can like something that other people yeah, like course. i'm going to refer back to john mayer he actually did say once in he did this like lecture for these uni students where he went to uni, he did like a lecture. Check it out; it's actually really fucking fascinating. He's he's so interesting. Wise. But anyway, he's wise. Wise. He's wise, despite <laughs> the Playboy comments. Despite he, the um, yeah. and he's, he, and he he said, um, you know, the public are smarter than you. It's as simple as yeah. that. The public know more than you. Do not doubt the public just because you think this and you feel strongly this way. Just because you, you think be this is going to be like the single on your album is the kind of thing he's saying. He's, mm. uh, you don't know. Like, uh, it's you what don't know people what's like. Be the single. Yeah. You have to trust what the masses say. And obviously, you can take you can take creative direction whichever way you want. You can you can have your individual you know style but ultimately like if you want to be a success if you, you kind of got to sell out a little bit you know like this is how it is this is yeah. not, i don't i don't make the rules but it's just the way it is listeners um so yeah we were talking about working as a couple anyway we keep digressing yeah. Yeah, well. which apparently is a very easy thing to do in podcasts <laughs> most of it's just waffle and i don't want people to just listen to waffle you hear I, me i don't think it's waffle I think it's interesting stuff that people need to hear. It's delicious. Deliciousness for people's T minds. Tasting words. Scrumptious little mind nuggets for people to consume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, really working means, together as a couple. Working, yeah, well, working as a couple. <laughs> Moving swiftly forward. So, yeah, when, when we first started working together, I, I thought... I felt, well, I felt really grateful because you pushed me forward. You, you were like you were just like you need to start doing this you need to get your act together you know you're like welcome. i don't know if you remember i don't know if yeah if you remember like just helping me out with things like a pedal board he once made me a pedal board what, what did you make it out of i i oh um i think they were broken slats from the bottom of a bed that i like uh, yes my housemate's bed that's it and i drilled them together um you literally made me a pedal board out of my my, my housemate's broken <laughs> heaviest pedal board. There was like three pedals on it, and it weighed more than my massive like twelve pedal board that I have now. It was crazy. But it was special to me because like I'd never had a pedal before. I've I've never I'd never had my shit together in such a way, and I didn't believe in myself ever. I didn't believe that this is something I could achieve. And obviously, you did it for me, but watching you do that watching you just go oh well you can just set up a pedal board and you can organize your sounds you can organize your 
uh, your tools, your musical tools. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can just do it. You don't have to buy a pedal board. You can just make one. And my boy my boyfriend, my housemate, very kindly broke his bed <laughs> and uh, and just gave us it. He said, guys, you need a new pedal board. He just broke his bed. He just jumped on it and, and gave us the bits of wood. That's that's how I remember it going as well, yeah. Yeah. Th thanks, Andy. Thanks if you're listening yeah. for breaking your bed for us. That was really <laughs> useful. That was like a million years ago now. It's crazy to think, like, that was my third year of uni and that seems like a million wow. years. But, um, so yeah, Chris, he, he just he, he just took me into this new world of, like, get shit done, just do it, and don't be afraid to do things, and home recordings. Oh, all the home recordings. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. So cool. Oh. In fact, we should do more home recordings because it's so cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Makes for great Instagram posts as well. Just like look at <laughs> us in our cool musician environment, you know. But yeah. Um what else can we talk about is working as a couple, like we don't know any other way. So we don't know it's like asking people, what's it like being twins? Uh well it's not strictly true. You just don't know. Like, we have worked separately. Um no, unlike, that's true. Unlike mine lives, um, so, so, so for those of you who don't know, and that's probably most of you, um, ex <laughs> Everyone. except for maybe Nathan, because I know you're going to be listening to this, so hey, Nathan. Um, Hi, Nathan. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love so, you. <laughs> our current, um, our current uh, project is called Nine Lives, and it's a fuzzy, noisy three-piece Um it's fuzzy, a fuzzy, noisy yeah. three-piece without a bass player. So, uh, so if if anybody actually is interested in that, <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> hit us up, please. Um, but anyway, we've got this thing in the pipeline, and I started that out with two complete strangers, and it was a wild ride. Um, it, it was really fun and really eye-opening, and I, you know, how I said earlier how I could use some more politeness. Yes. Not not that much <laughs> politeness, because that, that was just like, ah, stop messing everything up, yeah. you know? But you can't say that because this person's a stranger because you found them on the internet and you've known each other, like, maybe, like, 48 hours. Well, I think it, it was crazy fast how I, how I put together that first session, so mm. I couldn't just be like, hey, you're ruining it. But I had a lot of fun, and it, it, it shaped a lot of the songs that we're still playing now. Um quite a bit in my mind um <laughs> in my mind in my mind i <laughs> my mind i um <laughs> i'd recommend um being in a band with your other half if, if if it's an option but i guess it depends on people's dynamics I, I think you and i are quite good at like kind of setting our relationship aside when we're when when we're making music like that's how i kind of see it as like when when we're in rehearsal or we're performing, it's like I'm at work. I'm like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's a level of professionalism where you're like, there are other people involved here right now, and they don't, they won't, they don't want to see the internet of your, of your business, you know? Yeah, like, it's not even a conscious thing for me. I don't know about no. you, but I don't no, have no, to no. turn that off. Like, it's just. It's the way it is. Like, I mean, plenty of couples have their own businesses. My mum and dad, for instance, they have their own business. Yeah, yeah, of and, course. And um, that like works a for them. Power so, couple. yeah, exactly. And I, to be to be fair, I think we are, dear. I think <laughs> we're we're a power, power couple because I think I I bring a lot more of the sort of attitude. Like, I'm 
let's face it, like I'm I'm the one that's like, I think we should do this. I think we should do that. And you you might be a little bit more like, let's think about this before we dive into it. Yeah. But you also bring a lot of the know-how. Like I've learned so much from you. I've learned just, you know, I've, I've just learned a lot about sound like I'm super technology shy just doing this podcast has been like a headache for me just because it's so like it's it's so out of my comfort zone but actually Chris has been a huge help I learned a lot about music that way from him in a way yeah we, we do we, we make a, a great team and I think I, th- I think we're, we're very lucky I don't think actually a lot of people have that option um because you can you can tour with your band you can tour with your friends and stuff but you have to be away from your other half yeah and, and that's not a problem for us. It's not a problem at all, yeah. Like, it's just, it's not even something we have to think about. And yeah. it does cause a lot of tension with other couples. Of course. I think. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of... It, it a lot puts of a lot of strain can, on people, yeah. It, it yeah, does. Yeah, because like, you're touring around. You're touring between this thing that you love and this person that you love, you know? I guess it's the whole Yoko thing. Like, that's why people use that term just like that can become a problem like so many people turn away from bands for such for, for reasons like that where they're just like ah, oh, you know I, I need to spend more time with my girlfriend or oh, I'm not making enough money I can't yeah. you know, I'm spending too much money going on tour and stuff like it is uncomfortable it's it's um, I've had friends being in a band who is... do really well um but I I, I don't want to name names because I don't want to call people out mm. like that but i i oh go on go no. on no. <laughs> no, i'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> but Don't. I've, yeah i've had friends who whose bands have done crazy well and but but well the particular person i have in mind but you know he wasn't making any money from it and i i don't think he was especially enjoying it i don't think he was having as much of a hands-on approach to like the songwriting as as, as he wanted and he kind of just yeah. quit and i um, at the time i was kind of like why did you do that because you guys are doing so well and they're, they're still doing really well now um mm. and yeah. and he's kind of just and been there's us in the shadow striving of it. for yeah i was just kind of I was, I was i was angry at him at the time i was like you're where i wish i was and you're just throwing it away if i'm honest i yeah. was i was i was annoyed i was like how could you but uh, and he was talented he's talented dude he's, like yeah you know who i'm talking about and and but you know you're not you're not in his shoes and obviously he had other things going on in his life um and yeah, other people exactly. in his life that clearly were more important to him than mm. being in a band that wasn't making any money that he wasn't especially passionate about so yeah who definitely. am i to judge so another thing that I think is really interesting is obviously, like you, like we mentioned earlier, we have actually worked separately. Mm. So we had our originals band, Cult of Hands, which was a four piece. And we had a really good run with that. Um, it, it did come to an end. And then I, I just couldn't, couldn't deal with it anymore. It was, I'm, you know, it's, it's nothing personal. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't work with that anymore. I just I just needed to do something else really and um yeah so I I set up a band it was it was of completely like like unexpected means did I start this band like but I did and um I originally wanted to be in a girl band but it just didn't work out the way it was it was a, a three-piece two girls one guy and uh and it was it was great I really enjoyed working separately from Chris um so I think even though we work as we work really well as a team, I think it's good to remember who we are as individuals and, and yeah. like 
you know i mean i don't know how you feel about that i don't know if you feel like no certainly like i i i prefer working with you mm. i feel I, I feel quite comfortable in that um be, be, because i i don't like i've i've said multiple times i don't have to feel, deal with that frustration of like just let me get to where i really want to be getting yeah. And 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 I kind of want somebody to tell me when I'm I'm not pulling my weight, um, and it's hard to get to that point with strangers because a lot of us have to start bands with strangers. We don't all have a community of friends who play every instrument that we need for the band that we want to be in, and 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 personalities clash. Like you you can be you can be really good friends with somebody and it it not work in a band scenario. You know, mm. that's something that you and I have is that like. There's a goal. There's there's somewhere you want to be, and you're working towards it. And neither way is the right way. Yeah, and you you need to be working with people who who feel the same way and are doing it for the same reasons as you. Yeah. Um, Or or there's going to be there's going to be frustration. There's going to be resentment. There's going to be a lot of negativity that's going to start to arise. And it it's not because you don't get on. It's because you're not on the same page. Yeah, you don't have the same kind of goals. Yeah. and expectations of that band and like you know it's 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 a sense of urgency that not everybody has some if you have it you're going to get really frustrated with people who don't have it and and they're going to get frustrated with you because you're just going to be nagging in their ear all the time and that's sure. it's just not fun for anybody and that's when you kind of have to move on from it but um it's it's, it's the hardest part i mean I, I always say the hardest part of a band is naming that band but actually oh, yeah. the hardest part is just finding the members like it's like it's it's, it's literally like looking for pokemon it's yeah, just like it really you've is. got to catch them all we've just we've met a lot of crazies in our time like before we actually yeah. got caught of hand set up we tried to find the right lineup until we actually did make call of hands but up until that point it was just like you know the crazy town convention starts now everybody like <laughs> Just like come on down to Chris and Hero, and try and make a band with them. Like if you you can play the kazoo, like yeah, just come on down. You have a terrible, <laughs> crazy ass personality. <laughs> just bring that forward. They will they will they will find a place for you. It's just hard. It's really draining. And since lockdown, I've actually like I've put I did put an ad out right before the prime minister announced lockdown, like officially. And it's just put a big old pause on everything. It's just it has. It's 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 just put pause on like right now. It's weird enough not being in a room with you. Like generally, if you and yeah. I were to do a podcast together, you'd always we'd imagine that we'd be face to face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we have to deal with the technolo- techno- technological difficulty <laughs> of of slight lag or not being able to talk. Like we have to wait a few seconds until like the other person's done speaking and then we can really, it's just it's really not as comfortable as just being in the same room and you know we can't we can't write songs together you know yeah yeah it's really really frustrating like just just and jamming I've, I've just had horrible writer's block i mean i've had writer's block for a while but i feel like lockdown has done nothing to improve that because and i think what the trouble is is that you're not doing anything you know yeah you're not doing anything like i'm I'm for better or for worse working. I suppose I should consider myself lucky that I'm at work. Um, it's hard to feel that way sometimes. Um, but I'm just sat in my bed working all day. And that sounds like heaven to some people. It is not heaven. I have 
the worst back right now, but I'll, I'll stop complaining. Um, <laughs> no, I think you have every right to complain. It's it's rough. Yeah, it's really well, rough. Like I, f- it, it is, but there are people that have it worse, and we're not doing anything. Like as creatives, none of us are doing anything, and especially as songwriters, it's hard to write a song about nothing when you're not experiencing new things. It's mm. hard to become inspired. I think that's actually very true. I hadn't even thought about that. Um, like it's actually blown my mind. <laughs> I've been wondering what the hell's been wrong with me. Like I've been saying that, like when you went like since we've been in lockdown, everybody's like, "Oh my god, dreams come true!" Like we can just write songs and, and be creative and use this time. I mean, I'm not working. I got made redundant, so yeah. I, I don't actually have any work, and obviously that's its own stress, but you know creatively it's kind of like oh shit like i i have all this time and so then there's this added pressure of okay you got to do it now you got to you got to make some stuff now otherwise you're going to you're going to run out of this precious time and you're going to go back to work and back to that life where you've got no time so the pressure pressure ruins everything yeah absolutely like have you felt that like where it's just like i got to write now i got to do it yeah I'm, absolutely why is it not like, coming when when the lockdown first came about i was like I had a bit of time before kind of my, my workplace kind of decided what they were going to do and how they were going to adapt. Um, so, so in, in that time, I, I really, especially then felt the stress of like, I've got all this time to be creative and I just didn't even try. If I'm honest, I didn't try. I had no drive and yeah. until quite recently, I've had no drive to really be creative and like I said it's because you're not really doing anything you're sitting around your house all day you know you can yeah you can do you you can like bake all the quarantine bread you want and you know all all of those kinds of bread (laughs) all of those crazy you know like fads but but you're not actually doing anything and you're not actually experiencing anything in you because you can't and you can't see anybody and you need to see people you know so I think a yeah. lot of people... A lot, a lot of my songs I write are about people. Yeah. My friends. I've spoken to people like, oh, you know, I don't want to just, like, write another quarantine song. Like, everything's just going to be a lockdown song. And uh, and it's like, well, what else are you going to write about? Is there anything mm. that's happening right now? But going back to working in lockdown, like, I think if you can sort of, like kind of turn off some of that pressure like recognize the pressure and then just be like okay if I don't write any songs if I don't draw anything if I don't paint anything if I don't record anything it's okay it's 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 honestly it's okay like I think it's better to focus on the small things like I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna get dressed <laughs> like yeah know, absolutely I'm gonna brush I'm my actually... teeth I've actually made a point of that of just getting dressed every day I dress as if I'm going to work because you need that like it, it's get up have a shower sort yourself out every day because uh, it's so easy yeah. to slip into you like well i'm not going anywhere so i'll just sit around in my pants and watch netflix all day and that's fine if you want to sit around and watch netflix all day um but get but you know get get your shit together first you yeah know? yeah i think it, it doesn't hurt to sort of um i mean it's really important to, to, to have discipline in any part of your life because you can feel like this at any time with creativity. It's, 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 you can't, it's like lightning in a bottle. You can't predict it. it. It pretty much just falls upon you. And unfortunately, 
I'm going to quote Jack White here. At one, I remember one time he said in an interview, you can't always wait for the sky to part, for the clouds to part and for something amazing mm. to come upon you. So I think That's he's so referring true. to this idea of like writing a song every day. doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Yeah, and there are a lot of people that say that. Yeah, and I actually did. I have been not writing a song every day, but not worrying too much about whether I can use it in my career with with nine lives with our band because yeah i think i've written a song like there's nothing that uplifts your mood more than writing a song and you know there's there's a thing that's always really inspired me um james valentine who almost nobody will know but he's the guitarist for maroon five um he wait he he says um i once watched an interview with him uh, where he said that like people were like oh what's your best advice uh, for like aspiring songwriters out there and he was like write a song just write the song just finish it um, it doesn't matter if it's good it doesn't matter if it's bad just write it and be done with it and move on to the next one because you wrote a song and your songwriting's going to get better the more songs you write you're going to see what was wrong with that song when you look back at it in hindsight it doesn't matter just get it out of your head every time I pick up a guitar I feel like oh I want to play this cool riff that's come to my head but actually I should probably finish that song that I started because you've you, mm. you've just got rid of it. You just it's it, it's in and out. And maybe if you pick yeah. it up later, maybe you'll be inspired by it later at a different point in your life, and you, you'll adapt it. That happens, but you know, yeah, nothing is nothing is static. You know, and you you, you can change it at, at any point. Yeah, it it really helps. Like when you realize that it just it's just like a relief. It's like a weight off your shoulders. Um, I would like to also say for people that can't see what's happening, like as Chris was saying that he produced a guitar like from nowhere. <laughs> like he's just pretty much, it's just, it's, I think it's part of him. I think it's fused. Before, before we even were a couple, I, I, I sort of like clocked that Chris was like quite a perfectionist and a, I just, I just referred to his guitar as a, the, the color of it was tomato red. <laughs> and I, he was it's like, Fiesta yeah. Red. He was like, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's Fiesta Red. And I was like, mm, it's, but it's like tomatoes, isn't it? So it's, it's tomato red. And he was like, yeah, it's, it's it's called Fiesta Red. It's Fiesta Red. Just call it Fiesta Red. And I was just like, tomato red. <laughs> it is. It's tomato red. Yeah. It's a lovely, sh- it's mm, like mm, creamy ketchup red. It's not. It's it's, it's a beautiful in... Fiesta Red. It's actually now with um, a bit of time. It's more like a. It's like thousand island sauce it's delicious it's like prawn cocktail mm. i guess delicious anyway what were we talking about we're we talking about oh yeah like inspiration and stuff just um, being creative and just getting it out yeah i think i've i've really enjoyed like i had writer's block for ages for lyrics and lyrics always yeah always have come easily to the easiest to me literally they just pour and they the used opposite. to just yeah and they used to just pour out of me. And before, even before lockdown, months before lockdown, lyrics wouldn't come and it has freaked me out so much. So I've taken that mm. technique of just finishing a song, even if you don't think you'll ever use it for anything. And even if you don't think, even if it's a bit cheesy or if it's a bit, you know, just a bit pop punky and you don't want that, um, just finish it. And your your, your yeah. songwriting skills will just, like, they'll just improve anyway just just like and like verse verses and choruses and how to go into a bridge and how to end it it's all just part of even if it means you have to do some poppy song techniques sure. and i i 
I've come to the realization recently, and I don't know, maybe there will be people out here that are like, yeah, of course, but I feel like there's probably also people out here that, that out there that need to hear it. Um, don't yeah, be 100%. afraid of of the power cord. Don't be afraid of power cords. Um, I have spent so long, so many years being like, I don't want to use power cords. I'm better than that. I can write far more interesting songs with interesting chords make up my own chords I, I, yeah i i'm not musically trained it's like using so your foot I, to get to like the other end i don't know what it's called it, it's like i know that the root notes are d and that's all that really matters because the bassist can follow <laughs> follow that <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know and uh, and actually sometimes it's all you need and <laughs> it, it's it's all just slap a power cord in there and it it just works it's it's like duct tape you just chuck it in there mm. and you don't worry about it until it, later it, it is what it is it is what it is though mm. you know what what it is is Absolutely. what it is but moral of the story don't, don't don't be afraid of power cords they they're your friend they have a purpose and there's a reason they're yeah. in every rock song ever yeah in lockdown i've found that just it's, it's such a big problem just writer's block it should be called writer's yeah. lockdown and uh <laughs> thanks <laughs> and uh yeah just 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 finish that song don't, don't worry about it just don't let it freak you out and then you can just move on to the next thing anyway i think i think that covers everything really i think we sure. talked about everything Ever. everything um yeah thanks for listening in and keep an eye out for future episodes i'm going to be bringing more of these out if you if you want to get in touch with me and we can do a podcast and get in touch and uh, we'll have a little chin wag, a little, a little natter. Thanks again for Topher Hughes. Nice, anytime. Should we end it there? I don't know. Is that... I yeah, don't I guess so. That works and we can always patch it up. I don't yeah. know. Okay, cool. Sweet. Play something. Cool. Play, play a little... I don't know what to play. Play some John Mayer. Okay, I'll play. Do some ASMR over that. Tune in, tune in next week, folks. This has been Chris and Topher Hughes signing off this evening. Apparently I can do fade outs with my fingers, that was fucking cool.